Welcome to the Voice of Texas Veterans, a production of Texas Veterans Commission, speaking up for Texas veterans since 1927. Thank you for joining us. I'm Julia Connor, Communications and Outreach at Texas Veterans Commission, the state agency that helps veterans, family members, and survivors access the state and federal benefits earned. Our services are free. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It's an international campaign which aims to educate everyone about breast cancer and the importance of early detection and quality care. Today, we have a guest host from our Women Veterans Program, who will be talking with a representative of the Breast Cancer Resource Center. Greetings, everyone. My name is Sharon Stewart. I'm the Women Veterans Coordinator for South Texas, Texas Veterans Commission. I am a proud Army vet. I spent 21 years, six months, and 20 days in Army. Not that I count it. Today, <laughs> I have the privilege of talking to um, my wonderful colleague who's a force for good in the women veterans community. Yes, my name is Diana Petrick. I am the Veterans Support Group Facilitator at the BCRC, but also I'm the Volunteer Manager. BCRC is the Breast Cancer Resource Center. Now, are you also a veteran? I am. I was in the Air Force many years ago. I served in the supply area. I was in the first group of women who served in Southeast Asia at Karat Air Base in Thailand. It was a time I will never forget and have no regrets. Now, how did your organization become connected to the City of Austin's Mayor Challenge? Well, that was interesting. Uh, Cindy Long, who is the executive director at the Samaritan Counseling Center in Austin, reached out to BCRC to uh, our executive director, Rayanne Evans. Cindy indicated that the city had held a promoting connectiveness forum attended by veterans and that there was a breast cancer support group specifically for veterans was identified as it was a gap in their care. BCR put some plans in place to try to fill that gap. We notified the mayor's promoting connectedness group, and we let them know that we were willing to start a new virtual group specifically for women veterans and service members. We tried to, to fill that gap. Our support group is open to women who've been diagnosed with breast cancer, whether their diagnosis is current or if they've been out of treatment for a while, we welcome them. It's open to those currently serving who are veterans of any branch of the service. And if the spouse of a currently serving or veteran has been diagnosed, we welcome them as well. It's uh, no cost. It's on the second Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m. Central Time. It's virtual. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Could you just tell us a little bit more about the group? Sure. We start out the group with actually some breathing, just to allow people to just be and let them sit back in their chair or their couch, you know, uncross their legs, close their eyes, and just breathe. Sometimes just doing that at the beginning helps everybody, you know, brings people down a notch and helps people to be more open going forward. Once we do that, yeah. then we move on to allowing people to talk individually, to talk a little bit about their diagnosis, when they're talking, they have the floor. There's no crosstalk or questions to be asked at that time. People understand that they have the opportunity and the appreciation of the rest of the group just to be able to talk. You're giving them a chance to be seen, to be heard. 
Yes, ma'am. Now, from what I understand, and hopefully this isn't too personal, you're a breast cancer survivor. You had breast cancer twice? I did have breast cancer twice. The first time it was scary because I didn't know anything about breast cancer. I felt like I was blindsided and frankly didn't have time for it. I was told that there were certain things that I had to do and I had to do them then. I got through it and got on with my life. Five years later, it came back, but it was a lot easier for me the second time Mm. because I was intentional about Mm. learning as much as I could about my breast cancer. So it didn't scare me anymore. I knew that there were treatments in place that would bring me back to good health again, but it was more difficult for my family members that second time. That is just remarkable that you can bring that level of empathy and caring. So that is phenomenal that you can facilitate this group. Someone who's gone through it and understand the perspective of the person and their family. Now, what advice would you give to someone who's received a diagnosis of breast cancer? I think, first of all, I would just tell them to take their time. Don't make any decisions right away. A lot of times our medical professionals want to get things on the books, and I understand that. But it's important to step back and take some time to learn about your breast cancer. You're your best advocate. Take the time and ask some questions. You can reach out to the BCRC for help. There's a lot of trained professionals. Our patient navigators are more than willing to help. You can sign up for my support group. You can see that you're not alone Mm. and look across and you can see that there's other people going through something similar to what you're going through. The BCRC, can you just tell us a little bit more about that group, ma'am? Sure. The BCRC has been around since 1995. It's a very small nonprofit. It's designed for people going through breast cancer, providing education, guidance, and support. But we start out with listening, Mm. listening to where the person is at when they come to us to see how best we can help them, helping them to chart that path so that it's a path that they feel comfortable with and can get through. Most of the time, we see people get on with their lives after breast cancer, and we just try to be there with them to walk that walk with them. Right now, we don't have a brick-and-mortar place, but you can contact BCRC through our helpline, 512-524-2560. What do you enjoy most about facilitating the support group? I just love listening to the different women because these women are so strong, even in the midst of everything they're going through, not just their breast cancer, but their job. Some people are getting ready to be deployed. I mean, everybody has a different story. Allowing them the opportunity to tell those stories is just really remarkable for me to hear. I think they're also willing to be vulnerable in the safe space that we create in our support group. That's wonderful, I think, that they are willing to take the time, number one, to attend, but also to open up like that. What has been some of the feedback of those who've participated in the group? I would say the common thread that I hear is that their support that they have at home and their surroundings 
those people have not gone through any catastrophic disease, Mm. specifically cancer. So they have a hard time relating. And so they say that being able to come to the group and not have to put on any extra layers of taking care of the other family members as you're having the conversation allows them to just be open and vulnerable. They're grateful for the space to be able to do that because they say that their family members get tired of listening to them, which is really kind of sad. When you go through breast cancer, it's not something that it's there one day and it's gone the next and you're totally through it. You have to go through all these different steps, the treatment, the surgeries, maybe treatment after surgery. But unfortunately, your emotions are still back here at the starting gate. They don't have a chance to catch up. So what our group does is helps them catch up. Even if you think you don't need a group, take the time to attend at least once. Be able to see others that are going through something similar can be extremely therapeutic for you. That is Diana Petrick, Veteran Support Group Facilitator and Volunteer Manager for the Breast Cancer Resource Center. She's been talking with our South Texas Women Veterans Coordinator, Sharon Stewart. You're invited to join the monthly breast cancer support meetings the second Tuesday of the month at 7 p.m. For more information and to register for the monthly meeting, just go to tvc.texas.gov. Click on events, find the second Tuesday of the month, and get registered. Women veterans, active duty service members, and spouses are invited. tvc.texas.gov. Just click on events. You should check out all of the free services that Texas Veterans Commission offers our veterans and their family members and their survivors. We file disability claims and appeals, administer the Hazelwood Education Benefit, help veterans find jobs or start a business. Our healthcare advocates assist veterans with VA medical disputes. Our Women Veterans Program with Sharon and three other coordinators cover the state, connecting women veterans with their benefits and other women vets. We also have a mental health department featuring peer support coordinators across the state and a justice-involved veterans program. Our Fund for Veterans Assistance is taking applications for grants right now. tvc.texas.gov. Go there and click on Grants Apply. Hurry because the deadline to apply is December 5th, 2022. We give away millions every year to veteran-serving nonprofits and local government agencies. So apply now. I'm Julia Connor. Thank you for listening to The Voice of Texas Veterans, a production of Texas Veterans Commission. Helping veterans starts here.